The views expressed are of the interviewee's own and do not necessarily represent the views of Sephora. Hi, and welcome to the Design Find Podcast, a space where women are interviewed and in conversation to discuss the highs, lows, and everything in between about being a woman in design. The Design Find has new episodes every Monday, so make sure you come back every week. You can find more on the Design Find Podcast Instagram. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, and welcome to the Design Find, the podcast. Today, we have Stephanie, and she's going to be sharing with us her story in the design field. So welcome, Stephanie. Hi, nice to meet you. So to begin, can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, all of that? Yeah, of course. Um, I am a San Francisco, California native. Um, I currently work at Sephora as a senior designer. I work on campaigns. I've touched a little bit of like social, um, but basically my background in, I guess, kind of like the arts field started as like a kid where I've loved art ever since like I was growing up. I think that was like basically my best subject. Math was my worst. Um, And then I guess growing up from there, I was doing figure skating for a while and I did design my programs, like design dresses, like gradually, I think throughout school, like maybe like dabbled in like some like filmmaking or it's like, you know, creating scripts, like designing all that stuff. And then when I came to like actually going into college, I began to think about like things that may be a little bit like easier to break into because filmmaking is a difficult industry to like break into and so tried a couple majors and then came across graphic design and actually graphic design wasn't really like my first choice um but it was more on a way to tie <clears throat> like my love for art with kind of like my parents had wanted me to deal with like something with computers or like the medical field and so that was my way on like kind of marrying those two and I mean basically started out at junior college trying to get all my general education done and then transferred to a four-year for San Jose State University, got into the BFA graphic design program, graduated in 2013, worked at an agency, then slowly worked myself up to like working in-house and then eventually landed a contracting job, which eventually turned full-time at Sephora. So, and that's where I'm now. So amazing. And obviously everyone knows Sephora is such a worldwide brand. What would you say is the main difference um, from working, you said, in an agency where it's probably like more freelance versus working like directly with one company? It's kind of different because working in an agency, you get like a really nice variety of like clients. I've worked with people who have, like clients who have worked with like food product and then also like real estate, a lot of tech because you know we are in the Bay Area. Um, I think the difficult thing about agency is that you work really, really hard, often sometimes like long hours. But the awesome thing is like seeing it real, like out in like the real world and seeing your client, like even if it's from a really small like place, like be really happy with what you do. Um, with in-house it's a little bit more stable where it's like the nine to five but um, and you work with the same client but the great thing is and especially at Sephora is that 
you work on different projects. They're always like so different and new. Granted, it's like always working on makeup, but the campaign can always be different. So it's like either makeup, skincare, hair, and it's always like always a different take on it. Um, I think sometimes depending on the company that you are for, maybe in like tech or something like that, it can be kind of dry, but in general for like in-house stuff, it's not as backbreaking as like the agency life or it's like, it's a pretty big hustle. And what kind of pushed you to leave an agency and try to work directly with one company? And would you say that you'd only work at a few companies because you believe in the brand and you relate to the brand or is it kind of just the whole like corporate field you prefer? It actually wasn't really left up to me because there was a lot of things going on in the world at that time. So I was, and this is me honestly speaking, where I was working at the agency and because I was a junior designer, um, in order to kind of like cut costs, someone needed to be let go. Um, and that person just happened to be me. Um, and so like by being let go and taking on that freelance kind of life. And I think during my time during freelance, I began to work with like a bunch of like clients who worked with like product related stuff. So it's like, I worked with like a turmeric packaging company and like other people, like I worked with a bike company and that's kind of like what turned me, like made me really interested in like working with products. And so I kind of shifted my focus to working at maybe possibly like an in-house place um, that did deal with like promoting like products. And so thankfully I did get a foot in the door at a jewelry company called Sell and Dot by a friend of mine, who's also like an amazing writer. Her name is Sage Curtis. And by getting her referral, it was like a foot in the door, which like enabled me to experience like not only designing for or like creating campaigns for products but also like being on like photo shoots like working really closely like with editorial and by having that experience that actually really helped me like continue on to like looking at Sephora and I guess those passions like have kind of like carried me through there and basically I think the appeal of like working in-house like I mentioned is that like it's a little bit more stable and it's not like you're like hustling all the time so what would you say is the main difference from I don't know maybe you said real estate or something like doing graphic design for those like services more versus directly with product like what is something the graphic designer or like the campaign um, team has to focus more on or and like what are their goals in the process versus um with other like real estate or other like service items mm -hmm. I think like if we're talking specifically about real estate it's usually like trying to promote like particular agents or a particular property um making sure that it looks like nice and aesthetic and also making sure that it has the proper information that is needed for like a potential buyer like to be interested in buying that property um whereas with like makeup or even like campaign things it's like dealing like looking at a target audience and addressing 
specific needs that our guests, our marketing partners want to touch on. So an example would be like skincare. It's like, okay, what does the skincare like do for you? Like, who are we trying to target? What kind of lens are we trying to speak to our clients or potential like purchasers of our products? Like, how do we want to like talk to these people? <clears throat> and basically it's like dealing with that and coming up with visuals that are supported by like research that we do on our own end to make it feel basically that it fits within all that space and addresses like marketing, but also feels like fresh and new and exciting. Um, and kind of zeroing in on like Sephora and what you're doing there, what would you say is like the process from beginning to end of a campaign or something that you're like a big project? Um, how long does that take? What are the steps from beginning to end, brainstorming, all of that? For campaigns, it's typically a pretty long process because it's like a lot of checkpoints with everybody in between. So, you know, initially we get our brief and we talk about it and we're like, and that's when we get kind of the information about like, oh, who is our target audience? What is our like products that we're going to be featuring, which is like what we call an assortment. So, and typically sometimes like brands do pay to get featured. Um, and so we work like with merch and marketing and like all everybody um, and look at the brief and bring up any questions that we may have. Um, from there, we begin to do a little bit of research on like, what is even this topic that we're like talking about? So like we go on like kind of a deep dive on the internet or we use this thing called WGSN, which does a lot of like trend reports as to like what's popular or what will be like trending in maybe like the coming months or even like the next year. Um, and from there, we examine everything and get a good look and being like, oh, okay, this could be like potentially really interesting. Like maybe we want to like kind of focus on that or like, okay, this is like, this may be interesting, but like, let's keep it in our back pocket. And from there, it's like, we do a lot of like looking on different websites for like inspirations for visuals that can support our idea. And also during this time, we also work with our editorial or like copywriters to figure out like how they even want to like speak to this campaign. Like what kind of lens do you want to like spin this or how do you want to speak to this in the way that like addresses this audience that marketing has like briefed in. And so basically it's a lot of like coming up with a couple concepts that we can talk to like or present to our marketing partners and then basically CMO and then like our CEO of our company and eventually once usually that gets like approved, we begin like basically preparing for photo shoots, go on photo shoots, a lot of like retouching, like speaking to like our retouching partners and, or even like our content production partners, if there's like video involved. Um, and then basically it's a lot of like creating assets and having it like approved and like pretty much like go time is like within like pretty much one to two months, I think. For the overall span of a campaign, it does run three months. Sometimes it's longer depending on like what it is. It just depends. And these are the campaigns that are in the store or on the website or what is like the main like um, place for these campaigns to be viewed? Most of the time it's on 
in retail stores on digital. So it can be on our site, on our app, or we even have stuff on our socials. So for that one, like even we may create things for, I guess, like paid social stuff that you see, like, like sponsored ads when you click through like Instagram or you go on like Pinterest, or even like we work with our social team to create content with them that addresses kind of like our campaigns that they may be able to like spin in a really cool and like fun way. What are some of your favorite campaigns that you've worked on? I think that, I don't know, there's so many fun campaigns. There's also, they're always so different too. Um, I loved working on black owned brands um, because, you know, it, you're highlighting a group of like artists, like creators that, you know, up until this point, haven't really been like front and center and being able to like promote, promote them in a way that really does shine light on these particular brands that all have their really unique stories. Um, that was really fun. Um, Coach and the Sephora Collection Club, I did come in at the tail end of it, but it was like fun to see all like the visuals of that. Um, and then I guess recently I've worked on a campaign called Clean and Planet Positive, basically, that touches um, clean products that we have in our store, but also that feature brands are do that are doing good for the world, whether it's like, you know, working with like clean ingredients, like recycling, like basically a lot of different things that I believe in. And so I find that very like cool and like refreshing. And who will like tell you what to do? Or is it like you guys make up your own, like, oh, this couple months, we really want to focus on black owned brands, or we really want to focus on products that are like vegan or cruelty free or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, is that you guys in the back saying this is what we should do? Or does that come from more of like the um, like commercial side of it saying, this is what our brand needs to work on as a whole. Here's the idea. You guys run with it. I think it's a little bit more of like the latter part. Um, it's more of like, you know, different teams get briefed in for different things. Um, so it's like, basically, we're not being like, oh, this would be cool. But it is like spread out among everybody. So it's like the company as a whole is focusing on this. And everyone has their different in determining what their role is in the company. Everyone has their own way of helping with that. Yeah, I think it's also, we don't work as like one large, huge team. It's like we're broken up into like many different teams. And so basically whoever, like one team may be handed like one project and then like another team may be handed like another project. Another project. It Like I said, it really depends on like bandwidth and like what's, like being briefed in and like who gets assorted to like whatever project that arrives at, at our feet. And just from walking through the stores, I think people are pretty familiar with like Sephora's concept of they have many brands, but they also have their own brand. Mm -hmm. So how do you, are the campaigns just for the Sephora collection or do you, for example, they have like drunk elephant skincare. Does, do they mm -hmm. ask you, or do you ask them for permission to do a campaign involving their products? Or is it just about the support collection stuff? 
You know, I think Sephora Collections, like, basically their own kind of, like, team. Um, they end up creating those visuals. It's very, and, like, I guess if a drunk elephant wants to have their own, I guess, kind of, like, little mini campaign, they usually, like, pay, or they usually are able to, like, put their creative into store. Um, but I guess, like, for more of the campaigns I'm on, they're a little bit more on the multi-branded side. So when I say multi-branded, it means that, all different products from different brands are like being featured. You're never just going to just be, be featuring like one brand. Um, so like for black on brands, we featured like, like Briogeo, Bread, like Pattern Beauty. It's just like, you have all of these like hair care products for, I guess, like for that brand. And then like for, I guess, like makeup for black owned brands, it's like Danessa Myricks, List Beauty, uh, like Fenty, uh, and then, or it's like Pat McGrath, like, it's for the campaigns like I work on it's it's never just like one thing you're working with like so many different like brands that are like wanting to take part in a campaign okay so it's not like oh we do it for this company because they want it and it's not split up mm -hmm. yeah that is correct um so kind of more like overall about your like point of view um, what is something you want to see more of in like the graphic design field or like campaign fields or beauty industry, any of that? What is something that you want to work on, but also that you think the industry is missing? That is a very tough question. I feel like we're just touching on being very like inclusive. I think that there are ways on where we can like push it even more, even for like Sephora. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself, not for the company, but I think that there is a, a different ways that we could be, I think we can push the envelope. Um, I think even before I like came on here, I thought about like, I don't know, um, I guess the stereotype of like what, like the, what, like the stereotype of like what people think of the beauty industry is and it's I think it's like you think that they're going to be like skinny models and it's like high fashion makeup and like whatever things like that but I mean yes that is definitely true but also it's just like I'd like to see other ways on like different storytelling ways where we can include like I don't know just diversity whether it be like gender like race or I don't know like just making it inclusive for everybody so everybody feels like included because everybody just so unique and everybody has a different story and I mean I would like to see that a little bit more well you think support does a good job with that I think they do um I think they do a good job on trying to make everybody feel included and heard um yes you can all I think in most worldwide brands you definitely see in shift a shift in that um, but it'll still take some time for overall all brands to finally be like that. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say that your style is in terms of graphic design or like campaigns? What would you say that you always have a little touch on um, in everything you do? I feel like a little bit of illustration. Um, somehow there's like a little bit of illustration, I think that I infuse or I don't know I feel like I'm very I can be very feminine and but clean at the same time 
I think that is one thing that when I worked at the agency that was mentioned to me being like, it's a little too feminine. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, like I'm trying to design for a lot of people and not be overly feminine. But um, I think there's, I think there's that, I don't know, overall, just like keeping things clean and very simple. I think that's something that I've learned over the years where it's just like making sure that everything is like, it looks good, but it's simple enough where your client will understand what you're trying to say <laughs> or it's like it's not overtly like cluttered um yeah. how do you design best for the audience that your um campaign or design is working for um like before you do the campaign do you know over oh, i don't know what your target groups are like the options are are we looking for teenage girls are we looking for this um how would you like for each target audience how do you utilize design the best I mean it all really depends on visuals and again we do like our research and we do look into like like for example if we're talking to like like Gen Zers it's just like okay what are people are like gravitating to like I guess like whether it be like illustration icons emojis like like what are people using like even like when people talk to each other like whether it's on text or in social like we think about that sort of stuff and how do you kind of infuse it into like your actual creative something that feels like on brand and not alienating like kind of like the brand that's been built up for like years but also like paying attention to like who this audience is and who you're, you're trying to attract um kind of segueing a little bit but I think everyone would want to know as a and Sephora employee do you think mm -hmm. are your like top favorite products I'm sure you've tried a lot um at Sephora I yeah uh there is there's a lot of products that are super wonderful I full disclosure I am more of a skincare fragrance kind of girl um I actually just started kind of getting into a little bit of hair care uh I tried Moroccan oil uh like for hair oh my god it smells amazing and then for fragrance I love uh Gucci gorgeous gardenia and then what else I like I think I, there's a Burberry fragrance that I really really love um and then for skincare I love the fresh black tea essence it smells so good and it makes your face look so great um so yeah I love those do you find that you're testing out products or you like to stick to the same thing and you know what you like I mean I think that because we do get to dabble with so many campaigns we do get to test them out a little bit and just like oh this like this smells a little funny or like oh this smells super good or it's like it feels good in my hand like um it's I think that if there's something even that I try out like when I when we're doing campaign stuff I'm like oh I, I might have to like go and snag this when it becomes live <laughs> yeah. so yeah but I think that makes like your campaign stronger if you really like believe in the product mm -hmm. and you're like of course everyone else should have this as well yeah no 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 like totally like that's kind of my thing too where I'm like if I find something that's amazing that we're like working with god I gotta like tell my friends about this because this is like awesome and mm -hmm. amazing and it says a testament um if I'm willing to spend like 
like if I'm willing to like go and like spend money on this and like just shell that out and be totally fine with this like then and it's like a freaking good pro product then like of course I want to like shout it through the rooftop living like y'all should try this like mm -hmm. yeah um what do you think your biggest um achievement is in like professionally or something that you want to achieve mm, I mean always it's like leveling up um, I mean, kind of getting better and better at my craft eventually. It'd be great to be like an art director or creative director or even someone who like runs my own studio someday. Um, it would be fun to do that. Um, as of right now, I guess my biggest achievement is, I don't know, just like working a lot, a lot on the different kind of like nuances that make a campaign happen, whether it's like shoot briefs and like other things like that, where it, I do have like a pretty strong voice in my opinions and being able to like have people agree and like push it through um, where everybody's just kind of happy and like every timelines are being made. Um, I guess it's also, you know, building a lot of friendships. Um, throughout my career I mean not necessarily like a super I, I don't know if you would really consider that achievement but it's just something that I'm very proud of um, because I feel as if throughout my career I've met a lot of amazing people who I can call my friends and who I can like trust um, and sometimes you don't really you don't really get that and I, I feel very like blessed and happy that it's happened so great because I think a lot of people even put in their mind that they're able to like be friends with people they're working with they're like very strict co-workers so mm -hmm. it's true like being a friend with someone just maybe like makes the environment easier you know that mm -hmm. like, someone has your back so yeah really helpful when working um kind of starting to wrap up what do you think that your like best advice is for someone trying to do what you're doing well I think overall I think if you're coming out as like into like from a student into like the workforce I think it is good to know that you won't just be designing because I think we all think that you're just going to be designing kind of like what you're going to be doing but it involves a lot more things. So it's like project management, talking to people of different like departments or agency like industries. So it's like even like talking to vendors, like talking to copywriters, talking to marketing. Um, it's like basically proofing documents. Um, and like if you run your own business, it's accounting. Um, and overall, it's like time management. I think what else? Um yeah, I mean, I think the other things that I've learned is that learning how to find your own voice, feeling comfortable, expressing your thoughts, preferences, and ideas. I think as a woman in like a workplace, especially as a woman of color, um, sometimes it can be difficult. And so feeling confident and like building that up um, is great. Um, basically, what else like establishing your boundaries and like communicating well that makes you 
have a lot of trust, like build a lot of trust with like people who you work with or people who are on your team. Um, and lastly, learning how to, I guess, figure out addressing like any perfectionism <laughs> and like how not to burn out because I think as creatives, we put so much of ourselves into our work and sometimes you kind of need to recognize like when it's good enough and then when it's okay to take like a mental health day and take care of yourself. Those are kind of things that I feel like I've really learned and that I've treasured um, and that I try to like tell people. Well, those are some amazing words of wisdom. And just to end off, where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. The world is my oyster. So I would still love to do campaigns and product like related work. I don't know. I would love to do more photo shoots, um, a lot more motion. And I don't know. It's, I'm not quite sure. Just wherever the wind takes me. Great. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. It was amazing having you on. And I'm sure everyone will love hearing this podcast. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Hey, I hope you loved this episode. If you did, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or send it to people who you would think would be interested in listening in. You can learn more about the guests in the show notes or on the Design Find Instagram. The Design Find podcast is under the Entrepreneurs Network.